You are Locked On Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're listening to the Locked On Broncos podcast, hosted by Cody Rourke and Cameron Parker of Predominantly Orange, your daily Broncos podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Locked On Broncos podcast, your daily bite-sized podcast here over at the Locked On NFL Network, giving you the best news, coverage, and insight into all things Broncos-related. You guys can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the brand-new Himalaya Podcast app. Don't forget to get these as your local sources for the Locked On Broncos podcast, as well as CodyWorkNFL.com. I'm your host, as always, Cody Work, NFL analyst and Broncos insider for the Locked On NFL Network, as well as some work over there, Cody Work NFL.com video content every single week regarding the NFL, regarding the Broncos, all things behind the scenes and an own personal perspective on a lot of things. I want to appreciate all the support over there as well, especially on the YouTube channel, Cody Work NFL. You guys could follow me on Twitter at Cody Work NFL. And I'm joined today by my co-host, as always, Cameron Parker. You guys can shoot him a follow on Twitter at Cameron Parker PO. Cam, how you going, man? Because uh, it's been crazy this week with all the weather, sunny, rainy. We talked about bipolar weather the other day. It just continues to get crazier and crazier as we get a little bit closer to June. It's it's definitely going to be uh, an exciting time for sure, though. I mean, it, it maybe as far as dead time and, and everything else, maybe I'll tell you what, Cody, maybe if it's been so dead that the Broncos very well might be able to hash things out or maybe I'm just spinning things. I don't know if it's if it's dead time in the news. Maybe there's that snowball's chance that the Denver Broncos can maybe ink things and and and, you know, maybe get things figured out a little bit with Chris Harris. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's an exciting time for sure, though, um, just to talk Denver Broncos. Just really whenever there's a chance to talk Broncos football or anything associated with it, OTAs, you name it, it's an exciting time. It is, and we want to give a special shout-out to some sponsors here on the Lockdown NFL Network. We want to thank our friends over there at Hotels.com, as well as Grip6 and Untuck It. The Grip6 belts are phenomenal, and the Untuck It shirts are very, very luxurious to have, especially if you're not the type of person who could pull off a tucked-in shirt. So today's episode of the show, on the docket, we have for you guys an update in the Chris Harris Jr. situation. Some things being reported by Mike Kliss, some things I would like to challenge a little bit, but a little bit of an update on what's going on with the Broncos and him as well as we're going to talk about why the Broncos why Denver I wouldn't say the Broncos why Denver should be a city that hosts the NFL draft we're going to talk about why it's so important for the city of Denver and why it would be a very very fantastic idea not only just for the Broncos in the city of Denver but for the the whole entire NFL getting people to come from various locations close by because it is a centralized location for many many folks and I guarantee you it would be a huge huge hit don't want to mention at the same time, too, you can also listen to the podcast on car by telling your smart assistant to play podcast Locked On Broncos, whether that's a Siri, whether that's a Google. The options are limitless with technology today. So let's dive right into it. Now, I reported on Monday before everything else came out. I pretty much said, according to a source, that the Broncos, his agent, Chris Harris Jr., those two sides would be discussing a little bit on Monday, a little bit more about possibly bringing him back on a contract raised this season that is still the negotiations that's still the main focus of the talks between both sides they continue to talk throughout Monday and Tuesday and we're still at the same resolution 
Nothing has changed. The talks are solely focused on a raise in salary for this year. Now, Mike Cliss had reported that Chris Harris was going under his asking price initially of $15 million per year. Per a source that I talked to, this is not true. They're in the same exact spot that they were last week. Chris Harris is still set at at least $15 million in this season. But more than likely, I think we got to talk about how this is starting to feel like this will be more likely Chris Harris Jr.'s last year as a Denver Bronco. Now, we can look into it from a couple of standpoints. We can look at it from a standpoint of, you know, it'd be a tremendous loss for the Broncos, but also a tremendous opportunity for Chris Harris as well. We see this all the time. Players de- decide one day that they want to go somewhere else, and that's perfectly okay. I feel like we have to be the voice of reason here, too. You can still, you know, you could be upset that Broncos don't bring back Chris Harris on a long-term multi-year deal, which we all want. Ultimately, that's what Chris Harris wanted, but the Broncos are not willing to do that. From the Broncos' perspective, they get Chris Harris back by giving him a big raise this season in his final year of his contract. I know it doesn't make sense, but they view it as a win-now situation where they could get to the playoffs with this team that they have, and they think Chris Harris Jr. can contribute to that. That obviously bumps up the value of Chris Harris Jr. to the free agent market, and for the Broncos, it gets them a chance to win, which is the primary goal in the NFL. Cam, what are your thoughts on this? I I think I, I don't know. I, I appreciate them thinking themselves to be a playoff contender. I mean, I know that on paper they, they feel themselves to be a better football team, and we know that they are a better football team, and we know they're a better football team with Chris Harris in the fold. But, you know, let, let let's take it one game at a time when, when that comes. And, and if, it, if, if they feel – we can we can pitch every every idea every notion to man what we think as far as the Chris Harris situation goes and the Broncos and Chris Harris's agent and Chris Harris Chris Harris himself have to find the common ground to get something done. I don't we don't we can speculate all we want and and everything as far as what's the right direction to go but if they feel a one year deal that is a pay raise is the right way to go then that's the right way to go, and and that's their view. We we it, it's not our our place. It's not everything else to just you know debate. I mean, we can debate it obviously, but in all honesty, I mean, Chris Harris got paid. If if that's in an, in a nutshell, what it ended up being. But as far as saying that they're a playoff team in general, or that that they feel they're a playoff team, I mean, I appreciate that. I appreciate the confidence. But also, let's factor in still that there. This is the second toughest schedule in the National Football League. My guess is they'll still win. They will probably win some games. They'll probably win some games that we all thought weren't possible. I mean, case in point, we didn't think that they would win back-to-back games against the Los Angeles Chargers and the Pittsburgh Steelers in back-to-back weeks. That can happen. It can because this is the National Football League. So. But, I mean, for me, I would be a little bit hesitant just on the surface of saying they're a playoff contender just for the simple standpoint. If you look at the schedule and everything else, it just doesn't line up that way. But they one thing's for sure, though, is, as I said earlier, they need Harris and they need Harris in the fold. Yeah, and that's probably going to be the, the realistic scenario in this entire situation per source that I talked to is this is the last year for the Broncos and Chris Harris Jr. to probably be aligned, barring some sort of miracle where we see John Elway decide to stop playing hardball and give him a multi-year contract, which right now is looking very unlikely. He's taking his time with things, and we've seen this in history in terms of negotiations. We saw it with Von Miller. John Elway took his sweet time, but at the end of the day, that ended up with a really big deal for Von Miller. Now, I'm not quite sure I can say 
necessarily the same for what it's going to be for Chris Harris Jr. But the the reality is, is Chris Harris Jr. The Broncos want to get him back on the field this year. That is their primary goal: to get one of their best players back on the field. And the idea of it is to win now. And you know, unfortunately, that doesn't mean they want to extend him long term, which to me is crazy. But I think they also factor in salary cap space and and age. But I I don't agree with those narratives, just me personally. But you know, I I took an agent class, and I'm not saying that gives me any kind of an idea on what it's like. But a, a lot of things too when it when it comes to age and getting older. I mean, look what Charles Woodson was able to do for the Raiders at his age when he was older. He decided to retire, but he still played at a very, very significant age where most people said, well, I'm surprised he's really still playing at this age. I mean, he came out same year Peyton Manning did, and he played that long, you know, so he played well after Peyton Manning had retired. So, you know, this whole narrative about age, I mean, I think Chris Harris could transition to safety very, very easily. I really do believe that, but right now the Broncos don't seem to have him in their long-term plans. It may say enough about what they think about Devontae Bosby or even guys like Isaac Yadam while having Bryce Callahan. But to me, it's the same situation. You risk losing out a star player going somewhere else and having a lot of success and you risk him going to a divisional rival where they will pay him. I've talked to some people in the Kansas City market and the Chiefs are eyeing this situation very closely. And they, if, if he does, in fact, hit the free agency market, if John Elway and the Broncos do not fork out an idea to get him a long-term extension, the Chiefs will be the one team pursuing him the most aggressively. So that's something to keep an eye on if you're a Broncos fan for the next offseason. But the focus right now is getting Chris Harris back on the field. Plain and simple. That is the ultimate goal. And if they can get to that price range, about $15 million per year, well, actually, obviously, just this season, this bump up from 7.9 to all the way to $15 million, he will be back on the field. He will be going through and he'll ball out and coach Fangio's defense. That's the plan for him. That's the plan for the Broncos. They want to get the most out of him as they can. And then he's going to go somewhere else. And, you know, I, I was going to say, here's my end plea, I think, for Broncos country is, you know, even if Chris Harris Jr. decides to leave, don't take it personal. Don't, don't be mad at Chris Harris Jr for taking an opportunity. He wanted to stay in Denver. The Broncos just haven't wanted to extend him long-term. And and look, if you're not feeling wanted, you want to go somewhere else, and I don't blame him one bit. But we'll talk about that some more information once we get a little bit more on the situation as it unfolds throughout this offseason. I anticipate it's going to happen probably around right before the start of mandatory minicamp. We'll probably have we'll probably have a resolution in sight whether or not he takes the raise or if the Broncos decide to last minute and they're kind of hold out on this uh, hardball and give him a long-term extension. Highly unlikely, but I see the end being around right before mandatory minicamp. So coming up here in segment number two, we're going to talk about why the Broncos should host the NFL draft at some point, why Denver would be the perfect city for the NFL draft to gather everybody around. It was recently held in Nashville. We're going to see it in Vegas. Then it's going to go all the way to Cleveland. Come on, man. Cleveland of all places. They get, I mean, Ohio gets the Hall of Fame every single year. Let Denver have a chance at the NFL draft and heck, even a Super Bowl already. But we're going to talk about why Denver is a very, very big amenity and commodity to the NFL and how it could benefit the league for an NFL draft and possibly a Super Bowl in the future. We talk about that coming up here in just a moment. But before we get that, I want to remind you guys to also check out the Locked On Nuggets podcast with Adam Mades. He hosts it every single day. Tim Connolly staying in Denver with the Nuggets. And Mike Malone, Tim Connolly had their end of the year press conference in light of him staying. And they believe that there's going to be some top tier free agents that are going to be pursued by the Nuggets that will come to Denver because they now view it as the culture has changed. They're turning into a winning franchise, and they believe that they're going to get the respect from some big-name free agents. Could it be Kawhi Leonard? Could it be Kevin Durant? Well, check out Adam Mares, host of Locked On Nuggets, to find out a little bit more today. 
Now, I want to talk about something that's really important to me, and I believe that the city of Denver should be able to host the NFL draft at one point. I think it would be fun. I know I plan on going out to the one in Vegas. It's a lot closer than Nashville, Tennessee was this last year, but there was an idea. You know, Denver was one of the cities that was proposed to possibly host the NFL draft, and they did not get it. They gave it to the state of Ohio in Cleveland, and, you know, my biggest reasoning is that Ohio already has the Pro Football Hall of Fame every single season, which is a spectacular event in and of itself. And then you have Kansas City on the docket to be a team that hosts the NFL draft. I'm sorry. I just don't find the appeal in that compared to Denver. Now, here's my kind of proposition on this cam and I I believe Denver would be the perfect city to host the NFL draft because not only is it a huge location hell they want to at least at some point in the future host the Olympics there at some point that's the talk about Denver at some point so Denver is a big big location as is but I want to go back to the Super Bowl parade when the Broncos won Super Bowl 50 there were over a million people at that parade that can fit a lot of people. And think about the type of people that could bring in from neighboring states, from New Mexico, from Kansas, from Oklahoma, from Nebraska, Iowa. I mean, all these surrounding areas that are a little bit closer will draw so many people to the city of Denver. Not only that, you're going to have, I guarantee you, there will be a million people in Denver, at least, that would be all around the streets of Denver just for the NFL draft. And think about the different types of locations. We talk about Coors Field being a place where Fans can sit and watch Bronco Stadium at Mile High. Fans can go on there and watch the draft as well. But think about it from this standpoint, too. I mean, think about Blake Street Tavern, the sports bars. Downtown Denver would be the perfect amenity for Denver to host an NFL draft at some point in the future. And I think they should also take that in consideration for the Super Bowl as well. I I love the city of Denver. I'm just sorry. I just don't see why Denver continues to get passed up and things like this. Because in my opinion... Denver is way more appealing than Kansas City. You almost wonder, Cody, if it if it has to do with what have you done for me lately? And what I mean by that is the on-field product. And but but at the same time, it is really frustrating to see Denver continue to get passed by whether it is the Olympics, whether it is the ability to host a Super Bowl, whether it's the ability to host an NFL draft. Uh, the the fact that they continue to get passed by and and Cody we should probably make it clear. You and I are biased. We live in Colorado. We experienced this, the, 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 this, you know, downtown Denver. I mean, I, I went to school at the university of Metro. I was there at the hub of downtown Denver. I understand completely the draw of downtown Denver. Now, granted, as far as just a strict campus goes, it's not your, I say your, your ideal college town per se, but I mean, you have everything at your disposal in downtown Denver, you have the Pepsi Center, you have Coors Field, you have Broncos Stadium and Mile High, you have 16th Street Mall, you have the Blake Street Tavern, you have a bunch of sports bars or bars on Market Street, you have Larimer Square, you have a lot of appeal down, you have the Colorado Convention Center that was once held by the Denver Nuggets who hosted an NBA All-Star game back in the day. And the the appeal is there. The 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 so the the fact is is there has to be a a strong feeling, unfortunately, that they can get this done. Now, granted, there is a glimmer of hope that obviously with twenty twenty two, that's the door that's open that Denver can host it because obviously it's TBD. But with everything that has gone on between Cleveland and Kansas City now be hosting it and over Denver, it just does not look good right now. And the hope, certainly for me, is in the next five to six years, that door is going to be closed. 
And I just hope so because like like you and I were talking about, there's just so much appeal with downtown Denver and just anything else that and and you brought up a lot of states and maybe I'm biased to 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 the state of Nebraska on this one, but think about that. I mean, there if there's if there's one thing that I know about Nebraska fans and if they are Bronco fans also, they will travel. They love their football. They will travel. And so, and so you're going to get a lot of appeal from a lot of different states as well. I think the appeal ultimately is the most important thing. And and yeah, you know what? We live in the beautiful state of Colorado. It is a it is a great place to be. If you've ever been to Denver, you've ever been through Colorado, it's beautiful. There's so many different things that you can do, so many different places and scenery. You can go hiking. And obviously, sports is a really big thing in the city of Denver. Rockies baseball, Nuggets basketball, hockey's avalanche. And then obviously, the Broncos kind of rule all that. But, you know, I, I wouldn't have necessarily put them in, in terms of orders of, well, this sport's more superior than this sport. I Colorado sports fans are passionate about every single sport. And yes, Colorado loves football. Broncos have been around somewhat of the longest. And so they have a lot of prestige. They've won a lot of games. They've had a very historic history as a team. But here's the biggest thing to me, which appeals most to Denver. I think you're going to obviously draw in a lot of people and I get it. Everybody looks at the whole whole situation with, you know, the legalization of marijuana. You're going to get a lot of transplants from that regardless but the NFL draft is a premier spot that people travel from all over the world I mean how many times do we see it every year that there's a certain fan from a different country that makes the trip and I I know our guy Colum over there in Ireland wouldn't make the trip down here to Denver for the NFL draft so it brings you the opportunity as a state as a city for more tourism and obviously more commercial enterprise and that is so huge for the city of Denver in and of itself but you're bringing a lot of people to town and, and I get it that that ramps up what law enforcement has to do and I, I understand those things right there but it's all about the experience and and Denver is such a fun place to be I mean I can't even imagine the type of atmosphere it would be like if in fact the NFL draft was hosted and obviously you have day one which is one of the biggest days and day two is a big day as well having everybody there for that would be tremendous it would be monumental for the sport for the city of Denver and I, I think ultimately the the NFL at some point has to award Denver at least one of these things I mean think about it too Cam you and I were talking before we got on here on the broadcast and we were talking about how the one time the, the Nuggets hosted the All-Star game in Denver. You know, case in point, the, the opportunity is there for Denver to expand even further in terms of the eyes of enterprise and obviously corporate world and, and getting people here because look, my biggest thing Denver's big. One million people attended the Broncos Super Bowl parade. It can fit so many more people. I don't even know the attendance numbers for the NFL draft in Tennessee this year. That's something I'm going to have to look up. But wherever the NFL draft goes, we have seen there has been tremendous success and a tremendous event overall for the city that hosts it. And you know what? Denver would be a great, great spot. A lot of sports bars and a lot of good people. A lot of fun, too. Because I remember the Broncos Super Bowl parade, you have over a million people there. Guess what? There were no arrests. There were no fights. And then you look at the Patriots Super Bowl parade, there were arrests, there were fights, there was just wild stuff. So Denver should host the NFL draft. You won't have a lot of issues. And you know what? Denver also has a lot of Raiders fans there, which we did a crossover yesterday with your boy Q, host of Locked On Raiders, to talk about the AFC West more in depth. So Broncos country, we want to hear from you. Does Denver deserve the right to host the NFL draft at some point? I believe so. Do they deserve to host the Super Bowl? I absolutely believe so. Fire off your tweets to Cameron and I over there at Cody Rourke NFL at Cameron Parker PO. 
at Locked On Broncos. But yes, Broncos fans, that'll do it here for today's episode of the show. I want you guys to enjoy your week. Broncos getting back to work next week for week three of OTAs. We're going to have complete coverage and player interviews here on the Locked On Broncos podcast. Also, don't forget to leave a review of the show. And if you haven't subscribed already to the show, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the brand new Himalaya podcast app. I want to thank you guys and thank our sponsors, Grip6, Untuck It, and Hotels.com for sponsoring today's podcast.